All right, here we can pass these out. Good morning, everybody. Okay, month of Sivan. We continue to learn the month of Sivan. Sponsored by Dalia in memory of her sister, Chanash Bashmul Halevi and Sarah. The Sassans, Lilinish Mas Pinchas Menachim and Avram David, Miriam's Abba, Ira Brown, honor of his 50th birthday. Weekly sponsors with Michael Levy, memory of his Abba, Yosef Ben Dovber Halevi, Yechiel and Leah Stein, honor of their daughter, Rachel Tiboros Bat Mitzvah, Ilana and Reb David Singer, in memory of Reb David's father, Reb Pinchas Tri Ben David, Michal and Yuri Reinitz, for their Fuashlema of Yosef Ben Esther. We have a fascinating topic today. Ouch. Oof. That hurt. I'm so. Oof. I'm sorry. I'm all good. Absolutely. Rav Chaim ben Avram. How many years is that? Rav Chaim ben Avram. Sorry about that shit. Okay. All right, so I have to preface again, when it comes to topics like these, that what we're speaking about today, when we say the words fear or anxiety, I just it's very important in today's day and age, I, and I believe in this very strongly because I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with this all the time, that mental health is Kodesh Kodashim. It is. It's Kodesh Kodashim. It's, it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's not there enough yet, but the awareness of, of its Kedusha and its importance is, Baruch is, Hashem, it's getting much better. We still have a long way to go. But I just want to preface by saying that, that when in this year, when we're speaking about topics of anxiety and fear, I'm not speaking about situations where there's a, there's, you know, a, much, a, a much greater uh, need for, for help in other areas. But just in general, I think all of us have moments of anxiety and fear. I don't know if it's more women than men, more men than women. I think the way that I'm seeing it, it's by mamish everyone. It's parents, children, it's a, it's a big tikkun of this door. It's huge tikkun of this door. We can go into this out of Torah context in which in, in, and understand a lot of you know, important issues. But the way that Reb Tzodok is going to bring it to us is that it's rooted in Bria. It's rooted in the creation of the world. And this is very important for us to understand. It's not like it's a mistake, uh-oh, something got wrong with the way that Hashem created the world. These ta- these, this topic of fear and anxiety is actually rooted in the Bria itself, in creation itself. And like I said, you know, we have this week, I think we're going to do one more week until we take off for the summer. I have to check the scheduling. Also, kids in camps and not in camps, parents getting busy. I really wanted us to get as much as we can of like a yesod, a yesod of Reb Tzadok, like we did last, uh, two weeks ago or last week. A yesod, just the principles of Reb Tzadok to get into our system in a very, very strong way. So there's a lot more of Akadama I could do. I want to go right into this piece. And this piece, remember we did for, four, for about two months a perush on the first teaching in Tzidkata Tzadik. So this is from the same Sefer, Tzidkata Tzadik. This is Ot Kuf Ayin, 170. You know, there's this, I told you about this Chevron Tel Aviv. There's a Chevron Tel Aviv. They've been doing Tzidkata Tzadik one Ot every uh, week for, I think, a few years. I went there... 
probably I don't know eight nine eight months of Ashkazet for the first time, and they have a they bring in a guest teacher to teach a different ot in, in Reb Tzadok every week. They were already on, uh, I think maybe it was like one eighteen or one. That means they've been learning mamash uh, be'iyun for every week one ot in Reb Tzadok, which in, in it says Kasat Tzadik, not a simple sefer either. So anyway, this is one seventy. This is Kuf Ayin. This is a beautiful, beautiful piece from Reb Tzadok, and hopefully we should have the right siyad dishmaya to really understand the depths of what Reb Tzadok Akrein is telling us over here. Kuf Ayin. Kshak Hadash Baruch Hu rotzel hetiv laadam, verotze rak shi itpalel haadam al hadava. When God wants to do good for someone, and He wants a person to daven over that which He wants to give him in a good way. So Hashem Yisbarach sometimes will bring you the opposite of what He wants to give you. Or He'll even place a certain fear in you which will be the opposite of what you're about to receive. Or what the opposite of what Hashem wants to give you. And the greatest example that we know, which is a very uh, common example that's brought down for this type of Torah, why were our mothers barren? Why, were Sarah, uh, why was Sarah, Rivka, and Rochel barren in the beginning? Very interesting language that's used here. That Hashem is mitave. What does the word mitaveh come from? Ta'ava. Usually we say, you use ta'ava in a very negative way, but it, you know, ta'ava is it? Ta'ava is like, even Hashem has a ta'ava. I, I saw this whole limud a few weeks ago. The Gemara also says, what else does Hashem have a ta'ava for? Birkas Kohanim, it says. Hashem has a ta'ava for Birkas Kohanim. It's a few things. Also a ta'ava for Amelut Torah. Hashem has a ta'ava. We should really be learning, learning deep inside. Interesting lashon, Hakadosh Baruch Hu mitavel etfilatan shel tzadikim. Basically, what what gives, what mamish brings Hashem this inner kiviachol shleimus haratzon, whatever you want to say, is when righteous people daven. So sometimes to get righteous people to daven, how do you get righteous people to daven? When you right, I mean, what's a great example? Like you've been, uh, one of the one of the key examples in the Torah of this. Huh? Before before Nevi'im, in the Torah. Chana, of course, but before that in the Torah, and it's a, in a very profound, very, very profound way, that someone that doesn't get that which, which he wants so badly, because Hashem wants him to daven over it, Moshe Rabbeinu. Meaning, even if the answer isn't yes, there's still this amazing thing that happens when someone davens for what they really want, like Moshe Rabbeinu wanting to go into Eretz Yisrael. Next. So it's another example here he brings from Eov. There's a fear that a person feels. You see someone else that doesn't have what they really need or want. Rabbi Tzadik says, you know why you saw that someone else doesn't have what they want? or what they need, what they think they need, so that you can daven for that person. That's why I have to look at life and saying, when I'm exposed to someone's lack, when someone doesn't have something essential, 
it's not just so that I, I'm more grateful for the things that I have. Reb Tzadok is even saying is there's a lack there that you saw in order so you become a Baal Tefillah over that thing. Like sometimes you walk around, we walk away from interactions with people after we see how Nebuch they are in order to feel good about Baruch Hashem, my own Nebuch is not such a high level. I'm okay. Now, that's one thing is to walk away feeling grateful. It's very important to always feel grateful. It shouldn't have to be, though, that it's only as on the cheshbon of what someone else doesn't have. So Reb Tzadik is also saying, when you see someone that doesn't have something, why do you think Hashem showed that to you? To rub it in his face that you have what he doesn't have? No. Where's your compassionate heart? Okay, so that's, that's a side note, but it's also important for the picture of what he's, what he's drawing for us. Next paragraph. Ki kol davar sh'ashem itbarach rotze lahavi la'olam o la'adam, hi mitpashetet lekama gvanin. This is very deep. Every single thing that Hashem wants to bring to the world or wants to bring to man, hi mitpashetet lekama gvanin. It spreads into a few different shades, that thing which Hashem wants to give. Interesting. One of the shades, uh, shade is not really, gvanin could mean color, shades, aspects. One of the ways that, one of the things that happens is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to bring something down into the world. How do I get a sense of what Hashem wants to bring down to the world? Not only when I see what Hashem wants to bring down to the world, but when I see the exact opposite in front of me. That's also a simon of the thing that Hashem wants to bring down to the world. I'll give you an example. What do you think Hashem is about to bring down to the world the, uh, in the most profound way? Clarity. How do I know that? <laughs> because the exact opposite is taking place in the world. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's, it's very connected to this. Had they merited, had they done their proper tshuva, they were destined to receive the Torah. Hashem was going to give the Torah already on that generation. Do you, do you see how wild that is? Hashem was going to give the Torah to the generation of Dora Mabul had they gotten their act together. What ended up happening? The exact opposite of a world with Torah. Part of it is like that, yes. Very much. This works in every generation and really also works on an individual level with every single person. So Reb Tzadik says what, what happens quite often is that when this mida is it's coming down of, of amazing goodness is about to come down, sometimes... What ends up happening is that you feel the exact opposite, which causes fear, which causes anxiety, which causes us to be like, where are you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu? But if it causes us to ask, where are you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, for real, then you realize that was the point of the whole thing. 
The point of the whole thing, of this whole Nisayan at that moment, was in order for you to ask, where are you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in a profound way, and then the good comes to you immediately, and then you'll look back at that moment of fear and anxiety, and realize, you were there the whole time, you just wanted me to ask Abba, where are you? Now this Yesod, he's, where, where do you think he learned, in whose base Midrash do you think he learned this principle? Where do you think he learned this? This is Ishbitz. This is the Meshilach. This is very much coming from the Meshilach. Where we're going to be able, Lemafreya, retroactively look back one day at all the things in life that caused us most fear and anxiety. And the point, the Shlemut of the picture is going to be to fill in all the gaps and say, exactly in the point that I felt you lacking, now I know you were there the most. Alavai, Amen, Ken Yiratzon. Alavai, like Reb Shlomo has a Torah about the, way, the name Menashe. If Yosef, Yosef names his two sons Ephraim and Menashe. Ephraim, Ki Ephra Hashem Be'eretz Onyi, God made me big in, in, the, in my land of poverty. Menashe, Ki Nashani Elokim et Kol because God made me forget all the pain that happened to me as a, as a kid. So everyone's asking, that's, that's why he called his son Menashe? That he was able to wipe out Beis Yaakov, the house he came from, doesn't make so much sense. So he says, no, no, he was able to wipe out the feelings of pain and neglect and abuse that he went through as a kid and still stay a Yid. So he said, one day when Mashiach comes, a Jew's going to remember Auschwitz, that it happened. But it's not, he's not going to remember the Hester Panim of Auschwitz. Because Mashiach's going to have to solve that one too and show that the Rebona Shleiman was fully in there as well. You see how deep that is? It, in Olam Hazer, it's an impossible Torah. Like we, we, we can't understand that at all. We don't understand. It, it, we understand what, the, what he's saying, but to really understand the depth of it, to live that, that's already... That's already something else. Okay. Aval. Now look at the next paragraph. He's going to keep on building this. Aval la'olam... Eventually, in the world, the opposite of what scared you when you bring it up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, this fear, and it's real, and it's vulnerable, and you say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I'm walking around, it's so scary here. Where are you? When you allow yourself to say that, Hashem will show you I needed, this is what I wanted. I wanted you to be vulnerable to say you need me and that you want me. Don't think that being from means to show me that you always know what to do. Being really from is showing that you know what to do in Be'ez Tzara is to call out and ask for me and say, I don't know what to do. That's actually what, that's a deeper answer than saying I know what to do. It's like we always try to show Hashem it's a warped concept of spiritual maturity. We always think that, the, that a, a mature spiritual state of being is always showing God that I know exactly what to do. But the highest spiritual state of being is knowing that telling Hashem I have no idea what to do is the right thing. It's actually showing God that you know what to do. That's what you're supposed to do at that moment. Do you understand? Is that confusing? Nothing. 
he would say, and we, and we have all these things in the Torah. Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, I don't know. Right? What, what are a few examples where Moshe Rabbeinu says, I don't know? Benot Slovchad, he comes, he says, I don't know. What else does he say, I don't know? Pesach Sheni, he says, I don't know. There are a few mitzvahs, the Rashi helps us, that Moshe Rabbeinu didn't understand how to do. Like what? The menorah, Kiddush Levana, and, huh? and in the Mishkan also, wait, the menorah, the Kiddush Levana, and the Shekel, the Machtis Shekel. What, Moshe Rabbeinu, isn't this bad for your, for your uh, CV? Isn't this bad for your resume? We're learning about you, we're the, you're the smartest, the holiest, <clears throat> and we're learning about it, and you keep on saying, I don't know? Yes. Because that's what, it, to know spiritually what to do all the time would mean that you also know how to say, I don't know. And it come, and instead of it bringing such a fear and anxiety in you, what this Torah is saying to us is they just bring it up to Kaddish Baruch and saying, I, I believe something really tremendous and good is going to happen now. I just, it, 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 it's freaky to me, it's scary to me. Because it feels like it's the opposite. But so I, I must be a Kaddish Baruch Hu. You have something really big to bring down to me. But I don't know how to get through it. Someone called me yesterday. Someone texted me yesterday. They said, Shlomo, I know everything is from Hashem. I also know that I just found out that my family's income is stopping in a few weeks. And I also know that Hashem runs the world. But the fact that I know that the money is stopping to come in in a few weeks is causing me anxiety and fear. How do I build up the emuna, And what does that say about me that I'm not there yet? Amazing, huh? What a real conversation. See, the conversation of the person that just lost all his income for his family, but he's dancing around, and he's not doing any ishtadus, and he's just dancing around because he knows it's going to be okay. Zero, I can't do anything with that person. I can't relate to that person so much. They're a very high level, it's beautiful, there's just not a lot that I can speak to that person. But the person that's able to, to say both, that's the person that's at, that, 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 I could, that I feel I could speak with. Do you understand the difference between the two? The first person is just a guy, it's almost like I always say, if you ask me, you could take a walk with Reb Nachman or with Reb Nassim. Who would you take a walk with? <clears throat> and have a schmooze with? The rest of us hate my answer. <laughs> Reb Nassim. Reb Nassim. Reb Nassim's writing through Likutei Alachos. Where are you? Where are you? Know? I know it's all good, it's where, but where are you? Where are you? Where are you? So at the fear, the anxiety that he had brought him to a certain extent to write Likutei Alachos, right? As opposed to just being in that place of saying, Emuna means it's all good. Okay, it's all good in, in the higher worlds and the bigger picture, no doubt. But deep down inside, there has to be a room for me to stop for a second and say, why is Hashem making it in a way that I'm filled right now with this fear and anxiety? Like, what, 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 what's, be, what's lying behind it? So, okay, I have a moon something big is coming. The opposite of what I'm feeling is about to happen. But bring it to the table. Bring it to the tish. Bring it to the dibur. Bring it to speech. Quite often when we have anxiety and fear, we see that it tends to calm down a little bit when I verbalize it and when I speak about it and it comes out of me. Right? Is, Often this happens. Is he using yeah. fear and anxiety as the same? Because I don't see those things as the same. You know, is he using those interchangeably? No. He's using just the word pachad? Mit pachad. Well, that's it. He's a, not using the word pachad, 
No, no, no. But that's that's a more modern word, anyway. But when he look at it, he says over here, the olam who mitpached means I bring on fear. Not that something scares me, but that I freaked myself out. <laughs> Most things in life, the way, of course. Most things in life are like that. Mm-hmm. Third paragraph, second line. We see but tzadikim. The beginning of what they go through is always yisurim. But the end, shalva, harmony. Perush, bechol davar, bechol mida, tova, v'inyan tov. With everything that's important, every good thing, every good matter that happens in this world. What's probably the greatest example of this? Birth? <laughs> no? I have to tell you, Miriam? Birth. Imagine, like a couple will get married, and then a week later there'd be a baby. There's a lot of tires on this. Like, what would be what would be that connection? What would what would be that that angle of development if it was just like that, right? And he, and he continues here and he says, we have a lot of examples like this that that in the beginning where there's ha'elem and there's hastara, the eventual result of sticking through it, what it brings to a person, al derech she'ita brings brought down the gemara and gitten. How do I really, what does it mean, Omed al divrei Torah? When do I reach a place that I'm mamish holding Torah? That I'm, that I'm one with the Torah that I learn? It's the Torah of mistakes. I learn it by seeing how many times I failed. Now, again, not lechatchila. You don't approach this lechatchila. But what's the, why, what, why did we, why, when do we stop thinking that that's the process? What part of, what part of our society, no really, it's a sociology, you know, what part of our culture, like said, that was only true when it's, when it's, when it comes to babies. Because the Torah is saying, the Torah is saying, no, no, no. You're only going to learn because you're going to you're going to fall so much until you're holding on and you know now you're standing with the thing. But it'd be interesting to find a figure out. I'm sure many reports have been written on this. When did civilization, most of civilization, decide that that mashal is only true about babies learning to crawl? I had a really uh, I shouldn't say I hope she doesn't listen to this because I actually do hope she doesn't listen to this. One of my daughters. And uh, she got a bad grade recently, and I, I, she didn't tell me. And she, usually she gets 95s and 100. Like, she, she's a girl that comes home depressed when she gets an 88. And I look at her, and I get really, the kid in me gets really angry at her, because I'm like, you, you're, you're getting depressed over an 88? If I got a 78, my parents take me out for, you know, <laughs> for shawarma or something. So she came home and she had a bad grade in something. And she said, you're going to be so disappointed in me. And she said, she said, what? She said, I got a 66 in something. I said, 
I'm disappointed in you that you think I'm disappointed in you. That's what I'm disappointed in you. Right? And, and I was so uh, careful not to make her think like, try to get 66s. That's not the point either, right? But uh, again, like, that's, not how, that's not how it should work. Okay. Like we also learn in the first parak, the Masechet Brachot. Shalosh matanot tovot, natana kadosh baruch Israel. You know all this. God gave us basically three good, great gifts. And God gave us all three of these only through pain. Elohim, Torah, Eretz Yisrael, ve'olam haba. Where else do we see this? Ukebriyato shel olam. Ibn Tzaddik says it's the same thing regarding the creation of the world. That in the beginning it's dark and then it's light. Vayi Erev, Vayi Boker is basically what this whole teaching is saying until now. Vayi Erev, Vayi Boker. The question is, what are you doing at Erev? Are you just waiting for the morning to come or are you bringing the morning? Rabbi Ramelech says, Aira Shachar. I'm going to bring the morning. I'm going to wake up the morning. Like in our lives, we can either sit there in, at night waiting for morning to come, and you know what happens? You know how long it takes for morning to come when I just sit there at night? It, it doesn't end. It's like looking at a watch, looking at a clock. Or I could acknowledge I'm in Erev. I'm in a state of Erev. And the reason you are giving me the awareness, Hashem, that I'm in a state of Erev is for one thing. And you want me to daven for Shachar. You want me to daven for the morning. And you don't want me to ignore that I'm in a state of Erev. I am. I'm in a state of Erev. I'm in a state of night, of Choshech. But I have to, my Avodat Hashem Reb Tzadok is saying, is that I must, I must remember, wait a second Hashem, what, what gets to you more than anything? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You're giving me the awareness that I'm in a state of darkness and bilbul, because right now you want to hear from me more than ever. And then when I end up remembering that, and then morning comes, what does night look like to me? Does it look dark? It doesn't look dark anymore. I look back at what felt like dark, and I realize that was, that was not dark like like it was when I was going through it initially, right? Levi, it should happen already for all of us. Now he gives, makes us feel really good right now. Look at the next paragraph. Okay, it's like, okay. So I love this. I honestly, it says a lot about me, but this, this, this statement over here, this is really good. It's, no? You know what I mean? It feels very real. That's what I mean. It's like, it's like look, let, let, let's call it spade for spade. Aulamazeh. It's true, there's some nice things, and but listen, you're getting through anything, and this it's it's So what does that mean? Like without even going further, so if Rebbezodik is saying most of this world is kind of like it's kind of it's bad or whatever you want to call it, it means that this world is filled with opportunities for tefillah. If you have awareness of the, of the matter, like he's built it up for us, it means this world is filled with opportunities for tefillah. There's a Torah from the Magid of Mezrich, we've said many times, when we say in Shachris, Mal'ah ha'aretz kinyanecha, the world is filled with your kinyanim, 
with your, like Hashem, you built so many things. Reb Dov of Mizvich says, no, no, no. The Maggid says, Mala Aretz, the world is filled with kinyanecha, through ways to acquire you. There's so many different ways to acquire you through so many different moments in this world. That's the beauty of this world. Hashem gave us, yeah, Rubora, in order to make kinyanim, in order to make acquisitions. When does a person feel like a mensch, like a bardaz, like someone that has a head on their shoulders? When they've chosen their knowledge to conquer and acquire the right things. That's why marriage is called a kinyan, right? So when, I, when, I, when I've decided to look at, oh yeah, it's true. We all know, I love how he says kayadua. We all know this, right? It's known. This world is crazy, right? Rubo. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, is this who we've been learning from all, this, all these months? <laughs> is, it, is it wacky? Is it wacky to... I want to... Wait, let's understand the word Ra for a second. Okay, what do you... Okay, yeah, Rubo means mainly. What does Ra mean? What do you think he means by Ra? Choshech. Yeah. Hidden. Not that it's bad in its tachlit. There's nothing bad in its tachlit. It's all, everything in its real purpose is all good. It's from Hashem. But I think when you, what's that? It's sort of a klipa. Can, can. Which is what we're more mainly seeing, right? Rubora, No one voluntarily chooses to say, let's try it down here again. Why? Because to get, listen, just to get to here this morning, how many different things did people have to go through, right? Just one morning, right? No? It's crazy, right? It's not like this. It's, 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 it's crazy. So he says, Ulama rubora, meaning it's so, the, it, it, like most of, most of getting through what's called this world is generally having to work so hard on deciding to remember that it's all a game, all the time. It's hard. It's heavy stuff. It's tiring, no? Huh? Only one. What do you mean? Yeah, you don't want to come back here again. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you You're meant right. Nachon, nachon, nachon. L'fisha olam But I want to use the word. I want to change the word ra for choshech for this context. Okay. Ulechach kol davar shem mitorer. But a person can live their life by saying, listen, I see that there's, there's bad, there's darkness, there's confusion that's coming on. So Reb Tzadik says in amazing ways, he says, when I, when I acknowledge it and I don't try to deny it, and I realize this is basically Hashem is planning something very interesting right now, What's called, it's one of the stages from the Baal Shem Tov called Hamtaka. I sweeten the sourness. I sweeten. Did we use that word? By acknowledging, this is Choshech, Hashem. This is, this is preventing me from being close to you. Mamtiko, you sweeten it. And then right afterwards, you'll see there'll be Shalva in your life. There'll be harmonious peace in, in your in your Shalva ba'amanotaych. One of the examples he brings here, he says, Ukinyan, Tlata de Puranita, like the three weeks of Puranut that were 
unfortunately, heading towards again, the three weeks of mourning. And then what happens after that? You have seven weeks till Rosh Hashanah, Sheva Denechemta, Shetiknur Hazal, and the seven weeks of, of consolation that Chazal instituted. Ba'atchalat kol peula hu mitzad hechrech ha-poal shechaser le'ota peula. The beginning of every action begins with what's lacking in the eventual thing you're going to be dealing with. Imken, ha'atchala mitzad ha-chisaron shu chaser v'dachuk l'kach. So the beginning of a big picture is you're first working on what's on the on the side of what's lacking. That's a cloud that Tzadik is saying. In order to complete a complete picture, first you're working with what you don't have in front of you. karatiya. I call out to you, Hashem, from narrowness, from emptiness, from nighttime, from darkness, from olamazeh, from choshech. Shemitoch atzar zoek Hashem. From this pain, I scream out to Hashem, and Hashem answers me in the opposite of narrowness, in what's called wide. This is a nechama. Now, I want to just kind of, not add, but I want to hopefully shed some light on this. Do you know what happens to us when we, before we have what we have, and we don't cry for it? We only think that we'll be sustained and fulfilled once we get what we're asking for. But you know what happens to a person when they allow themselves to be in tune with the process of asking for something? The process of calling out? That which you thought you need in order to feel satiated is less important than the, thing, than, than the experience of expression. You look very confused. Anyone have any questions on that? think what he's saying is even with all the positive thinking that you've surrounded yourself with and all the workshops of breathing and all, it's still going to happen to you he's being he's being like shoot the realist of the realist you know he's not trying to be depressing he's saying with all the Torah mitzvahs with all the good things with all the good energy and all those things ubechozot it's just the mitziot of olam is that there's a lack but that was the that was natua babriya it's not an indication that you're doing something wrong or not good enough. This is exactly now, what that's meant. that's the hardest thing to remember while I'm going through it. Why? Because usually when I'm going through darkness, what what's what's one of the key components that's the worst thing in the world? I did this. I did this. I created this. And and like to remember the Torah we always say that Hashem placed the snake in Gan Eden, not Adam or Eve, is one of the most important things to remember. That, that this is part of the Bria. We didn't do this. So therefore, Reb Tzodek is saying, life can be beautiful, and it's filled with the beauty that you, you help to bring to your awareness. But mitzad, the Bria of how this world works, you're going to keep on coming to this place in life all the time, with all the good things that you surround yourself with. Ubecholzot. How do I deal with reality? The way that I perceive it. So... I think what he's saying over here is an, a consolation 
is not necessarily getting what you asked for. A consolation is actually allowing yourself to feel what you feel when you're big enough to realize Hashem wants me to daven for it. And when I allow myself to experience the feel, like, like the Piyasetzner is very big on, did you ever, he's very big on this, did you ever listen to your own sound of your voice when you're davening? Or did you, did you just daven all the time? Do you ever listen to yourself daven? Did you ever sing for yourself your own song? Just for you. Because something amazing can happen through that experience. Amazing, amazing, amazing. It's a nechama, he says. There's a consolation that happens. Yeah. Something wooden was stolen for you right before Lagba <laughs> It's like someone stole a shofar, Erev Rosh Hashanah. Schach, Erev Sukkot. Mamash, like, yeah. The question is, how can you give that over to your children? No. Right. But isn't he taking it one step further? It's 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 articulating that. It's being in in this active two-way relationship with Hashem. And the more we show up by by articulating our our, our tefillot, I, I think then you you start experiencing the the the, the light of of what Hashem is is giving to us. That's the hamtaka. Yeah. That's the sweetness of it. Nachon. Like if I don't if I don't bring about this calling out to Hashem, see if I if this is the problem with that approach, Adina. This is interesting. If I don't daven at that moment, then what do I do with the concept of a Kadosh Baruch Hu mit avelit filatan shel tzadikim, that God desires and lusts, so to speak, the prayers of tzadikim? Then I'm left like Noah, because Noah hears the world is going to be destroyed. He doesn't understand that when you hear that. The way the world works is that that's an invitation to start davening. He thinks, no, it's all good, it's fine. You, the world's almost, then the whole world is destroyed. Avram Avinu hears about Zdom, he doesn't say it's all good, it's all from Hashem. He starts davening over it immediately. You hear? So again, I, I think that with Reb Levitsky I'd say like this. And I've always said that everyone says they're not into labels, and that's when people, someone wants to start smart, they always say, I'm not into labels, orthodox, not orthodox, chassidish. I am into labels, and I think that everyone should be a berdichev or chassid. <laughs> Completely, right? I, or aspire to be one, you know? Aspire to be one. 
but not before. But not before. It's true. I wish we knew more about more about Rebbe Levi Yitzchak before he met the Magid of Mizrich. You know, Rebbe Levi Yitzchak was the Talmud of the Magid of Mizrich. I wish we knew a lot more. I mean, we, we, we know, but I wish we knew a lot more of what drew him to eventually, you know, realize the Derech of Baal Shem Tov is, is, is what we want. Because it's true. But so far, it's not a lot. It's a mashlim. Yeah. Yeah. ignore and suppress the negative feelings and what you're saying is that the process here is what Hashem wants He wants us to really go and acknowledge the pain thing and bring it up to Hashem and elevate and do it and, and I think that's the thing that we have to at least I know for my own self I always think that I have to well think positive that's going to help that's never worked honestly for me. It's never ever ever <laughs> worked. It's suppressing. We call it spiritual bypassing. Exactly. Right, it's right. Bypassing. Exactly. I'm very good at that. So, <laughs> me too. So, yeah. So it's uh, it's not spiritual bypassing. Right. Now that's, well, that's a whole different. It's not now. I, now to add to what you're saying, I think to mashlim that this tumna is, we have to remember again if we're saying this is from the base midrash of the Meshiloch. So the Meshiloch has a classic teaching that really would, would stem with what we're saying. We think that we pray and God answers. And that's how the world works. According to the Meshilach, that's not it. According to the Meshilach, Hashem whispers into, into our ears to please pray for something. And our tefillah is answering Hashem's prayers. I don't know, that was way too deep for like an end of a sheer <laughs> but but I'll just I'll just explain it to this is Vashem Kasher Amar Vayas Hashem Asher Diber it's, it's that teaching Amar is always Lishon Lechisha when the Torah uses the word Vayomer or Amar Emor that's language of soft we said this in Shul a few weeks ago Vayidaber is more strong so the Ishbitz says, Just like Hashem was whispering into Sarah's ear, keep on praying to have a baby. Keep on praying to have a baby. And here in Avinu answered Hashem's prayer. By how? By davening no matter what. So I think that really adds up here is that, a, that Reb Tzadok is saying over here, when you're, when you're davening, Who's, who's, you think you're, you're asking for something, but you're not. You're actually answering a prayer. Like Reb Shlomo once said this, how could it be that we still daven to come back to Eretz Yisrael after 2,000 years? Based on what we saw in front of us, we should have felt that God was done with us. We should have felt that, God, that Hashem is completely done with us. Based on like, you know, like the factor of like, what did I do wrong? 2,000 years, Hashem, we're... we're, we're, we're we're, we're being destroyed, spat on, killed, murdered, programmed, and everything. I would think that a normal, logical person would come to the conclusion, God is not interested in me anymore. It, it was a nice try. It didn't work. How could it be that I still davened all these years? You think, what, I just had good emuna? According to the Ishbitzer, it's because Hashem was whispering into our ears, don't stop davening for Yushalayim. So we didn't. And it was an answer to Hashem's prayers. Why? Because <laughs> Because God desires... And now, the moment that I realize that, and I act upon that, He says, a hamtaka, a sweetness takes, takes place at that moment. That's basically what He was saying in this last paragraph. 
just to end over here, this is very important. Shazenikra Nechama. Dahainu Shemitnachem al Tsar Ha'avar. Shiro'esh En Tsar. He's able to then have, the person is able to be consoled over the past, the dark past, because they realize that the dark past was Hashem's whispering into my ear, I want you to daven, I want you to close, I want you now to ask for more. So what seemed to be perceived as Erev being Choshech, it wasn't. Erev was just phase one of Or. It was phase one of mourning. But it wasn't, I don't look at it as darkness anymore. But only after I daven, not before. No, through the daven. Through it, 100%. The daven is taking their focus to a different place. Nahon. Nahon. But I can't, I can't philosophically or intellectually observe this from the outside. You have to be in it. I could bring all the mishalim in the world. Until I'm in it, all the talk, it's just talk. It's still choshech to me. Yeah. How do we see ourselves as tzadikim and not benoni? Mm, it's not a Tanya shir. It's a, it's a, this is a Reb Tzadik shir. It's an Ishbetzer shir. It doesn't matter. Tzadik, benoni, resha. HaKadosh Baruch Hu mitavel et tefilatan shel. Fill in the blank. Ba'amach kulam tzadikim. You feel that much more when you go, let yourself go through the process. That apparently you were worthy because you went for it. Now... It's it's a little bit it, it goes a little bit more, but it's it's a just repetition basically of the same the same notion of and he bases it on a pasuk. He says, you know, at a certain point you're going to be running away, running away. And he uses the words venastem. You're going to be running, fleeing for your life. But nastem nas also means like nes. You'll be put on a banner. You'll be lifted up to a certain stage in life. Ve'en rodef, where you realize no one's running after you. Like this is the goal we have. This is the sheifa that we have for our lives, is to look, is to be able to even you know what if we believe it's going to happen on a grand scale in the future, the avoda would be: Can you already detect in your life right now moments of choshech that felt like choshech, but you went to the minametsa karatika, and now you could look back at those moments and be like, that was actually just the first phase of the of, of light. Can you already do that now in your life? Like that would be the most productive exercise from this teaching today. Can you already now, don't wait for Mashiach, for that to happen. Can you already now look back in life and realize, where do I see it in my creation? Where do I see it in my life story? And if you remember this and you see it more and more in your own life story, then when you're caught again with a moment of being freaked out, you can pause and be like, wait a second. This has happened before many times. And the end didn't turn out to be the way that I thought it was going to be. And then when I remember that, and I plug that into my psyche and into the way I function, you'll see that, that you could be your best friend. You could be your greatest help. Your past experiences can be your greatest teachers in the world. Like the Rebbe, the PSS Rebbe writes in Chovas Talmidim to the, to the students, he's like, look, at the end of the day, you could have teachers that tell you a lot of information, holy information, but he writes there, you are your greatest mechanchim. You are your greatest educator. So I think that the, most, the best way to take this teaching today is to look back at life and try to remember before the salvation came or before the salvation could also be like just the fear went away. Before 
phase two came in, it wasn't as freak. You weren't as freaked out as you were before. Remember how dark and scary it felt. Go back in there. Remember it. Feel it. Try to remember the emotions that were going on. And remember that it led you to cry out to Kaddish Baruch Hu, Hopefully. And then remember that that which seemed that it was going to be the end of your life, the most paralyzing thing in the world, didn't end up being the most paralyzing thing in your life. Why? Because you're still here. It's not the end of your life. And remember that, so that the next time this choshech comes about, all I remember immediately to do is, right now Hashem wants me to daven. That's, what I, that's what's wanted of me right now. And not to let myself go to darker places, Rahman al-Islam, that are very hard to get out of. So we should have a Hashem Shavlad of Rahman al-Islam says, we're trying so hard to go through this, I love this line, sorry, trying to get through this, and Hashem Shavlad Rahman al-Islam, let us know He wants us to daven also in other ways. It shouldn't just be through these ways. Hashem can let us know He wants us to daven to Him. And have a lot of Rahmanas on Klal Yisrael to just get through. And just like, okay, we called it out. You want to bring down a load of clarity. We figured out that's what's going on in the world right now. We're ready for the clarity. We're ready for the Or of Bahir, the Or of Simcha, the Or of Kedusha. Okay.